Hey everybody, Happy New Year! I'm Matt Powers. I teach people all over the world how to use permaculture and regenerative solutions. And we're today talking about permaculture resolutions for the new year. I really hope that you take this opportunity at this time of year, because it's a wonderful time of year, everyone's doing it, to reflect on what happened, what went wrong, what went well, and what you're gonna do in this next year. What regenerative steps you will take into your abundant future. So that's what we're talking about today. All right, so where, where are we? You know, in my family, we moved twice in 2017. We moved across the country to the southernmost corner from the middle of it, and then we moved all the way up to the, north, <laughs> the northwestern corner. So we've been bouncing all around, and it is, it is nice to be settled finally for a little while. <laughs> it was a little bit hectic. Um, and we're, help, we're helping right now to set up the gardens and the food forest part of a site that's going to have the first Earthship in the Pacific Northwest. It's going to be the flagship Earthship. <laughs> and you guys are going to be able to see the process. Everyone's going to be able to have, take part in this. And everyone's going to have you know this become something that they can take on to their own sites. That they can use their trash that's not recyclable to become a building block in something else so that we can sequester it in a, in a unique way. And we can take responsibility for it and not have it end up in the oceans, not have it end up in a landfill, you know, causing toxic leakage and all this kind of stuff like that, you know? So where we're at, we're helping set this up. We just moved here at the end of the winter, so we are, or the beginning of the winter, and so we're waiting till near end of the winter to really kick into action. We've been planning, studying, observing, and we've been designing and discussing with the site owners and the site planners all these different amazing options that we have in the Pacific Northwest, because there are numerous. And what we settled on is there's gonna be this nature trail that takes you through all the different natives into a mixed native, non-native, and then into a traditional annual garden that'll be protected in like a nucleus living fence kind of scenario. So it, it, it'll show you all the different, you know, phases and possibilities and give people the confidence they need. We'll have little, you know, signs on everything. So it's super educational and really easy for people to just walk through and learn from without, you know, necessarily someone even there that knows tons about what they're talking about. It'll all be there to see. So yeah, uh, that's the idea. So we're trying to make this site really, really amazing while we're here. And before we move on to another site, we may stay here in Washington. We may stay at this site. I don't know. But that's where we're at right now. Um, a lot of us, a lot of families I know right now are just following work and they're in flux and they're searching for where they're gonna settle and lay down roots. We're just in the same exact position. So 2017, a lot of people felt like it was a hard time. For us, it was no different in many ways. Um, it was probably the hardest year for my wife, health-wise, since she had cancer last. So it was a really hard year um, this year was kind of the year that I decided to take back my health. I've had, I've had, I've steadily had problems with my weight and, and fighting Crohn's and inflammation for many years now. And this year, you know, I kind of, you know, made it a focus. Um, and we only recently have been able to get healthcare, but that's something that we've been working on personally so that we could, we could have those kind of benefits um, for our kids and for ourselves. Um, and so that was really hard for most Syria. We didn't have any healthcare, and so we were kind of moving blind uh, when we usually use blood tests to understand what's going on with my wife. Um, that was really hard. Um, 
There were other hard times too, darn it. <laughs> I wrote it all down and I had it. I think it's right here. Yes, all right. I didn't want to leave this out. <laughs> so yeah, all right. So for all of us though, all of us, we've had to deal with the increasingly unstable economy, the increasingly unstable environment, the more the increased uncertainty. Um, we've seen, uh, you know, setbacks in huge, you know, huge ways in policies. We're seeing, you know, environmental protections be rolled back. We're seeing, you know, individuals, you know, lose their jobs. We're seeing friends and family suffer. We're seeing the environment suffer. It's all one thing. They're all connected. It's all part of the holistic framework. So we've seen a real hard year of suffering, um, um, of, of learning the hard way, it feels like. But at the same time, you know, it's been a real incredible year. 2017 has been a year of very big wins. I'm gonna refer to this just because <laughs> just this list is so long. Um, but the, yeah, the Kickstarter was almost 200% funded. They, advanced permaculture student online with over 35 other like educators and organizations. This is an incredible course. It's the first regenerative course. Um, that's a first, uh, the first regenerative trade school that's online and it's the first regenerative trade school in general. So it also covers three books that we're releasing. The permaculture student two was printed. The magic beans were printed. Permaculture for school gardens was published and printed as well. Permaculture, gardening, and regenerative entrepreneurs and experts came out in 2017. So that's three books. That's two new courses. That's a, a Kickstarter that was successful. I had over 200 graduates this year from those two new courses alone. Not even counting the Permaculture Student Online, okay? So just those two new courses had over 200 graduates, which I'm really proud of. Um, this year, I've gotten in the best shape of my life. It may not look like it. <laughs> But I weigh 20 pounds more than I did at the beginning of the year. And it's all muscle. I've been working out every day for an hour or more every single day. And I'm in such good shape now that I find myself dancing and jumping and lunging and doing all this physically aggressive stuff because I'm, it's joyful. It feels amazing. And it's not just physical, it's holistic health that I've been focusing on. So my mental, emotional, physical, and even social you know, health I've been working on so that I could feel as great as possible and then share that enthusiasm with others. All right, and so, um, yeah, and, and I, I mentioned I have Crohn's, right? And so I, I, I saw a doctor this year at the end of the year and I got told that my inflammation is so low, I'm managing my health so well that I could avoid a flare up for the rest of my life at this point because it is so low. So, you know, like I said, I'm in the best shape of my life and it was because I made a conscious decision. We'll get into those kinds of things in just a second. So we discovered new ways in my family of, you know, upgrading our health, of supplementing our health. So lion's mane milk was more recent. A lot of people have probably seen that on my, my Facebook. And then this thing called Restore, which is this supplement, this like colloidal metal like blend that actually heals the lining of your gut and it tightens it up. And so I, I, you know, I heard about this online and I got it and it's clinically pluriven and all this different stuff. It's got a whole science on the side. You can read about it and learn about it. And it's amazing. 
it's absolutely amazing. So that was really great for me personally. That really helped take things down. Is that inflammation we're talking about? Uh, sea minerals. You know, we discovered sea minerals this year, and they've been a huge help. Uh, they, they, they've changed so much um, in our lives. And PS100, which is great for, you know, inner brain connections, so you can speed up your brain and thoughts. Uh, that's a really good one. And also for brain, um, brain injuries, um, which is, you know, after you do radiation, um, you basically get brain injuries because it allows, you know, proteins and, you know, to, and other cells to pass through the blood-brain barrier. And then it causes all these immunological, like pathological inflammation. It's a wonderful article on this in uh, the recent Fungi magazine uh, on Lion's Mane, specifically tying into that. So, um, philosotherapy, using the ocean to heal ourselves. This is a time-honored tradition and therapy that is, you know, that is still accepted and used in other areas, but just went out of favor here in America. So, really incredible stuff there, and it ties in with those sea minerals. And there were several other amazing things we discovered this year. Um, and then I read dozens of books uh, over the last year, and I took almost 10 new courses. So I spent the entire, you know, expanding myself mentally, physically, emotionally. You know, I, I, I tried to do everything to 10x this year. Uh, to, to really kind of take it up to the next level so I could better serve my family and my students. Um, and so, uh, and then so excited, you know, I, Michael Logos, Peter McCoy's Kickstarter almost reached 200%. That was, you know, like the cream on the cake, you know, or the icing on the cake. Peter's a really good friend of mine. I'm so happy that the first mycology school ever is finally funded. I mean, this is something that should have already existed. It just didn't happen. You know, all these different people had their roles in the fungal community and there's like hardly anyone involved in the fungal community. If you really get into mycology, you'll see. Um, and they've been doing such hard work in their own arenas. Trad Cotter's creating his own system and his own company and now they're starting education. Peter McCoy has written, you know, Radical Mycology and created this whole movement of DIY home growing education at the highest level. Now he's turning into his course. Then we have Paul Stamets who's working with the government, working with patents, trying to make all these things free and understandable to everyone on this really commercial, really like, you know, higher level than people are really thinking about right now. I mean, he's working, I mean, if you saw the recent Joe Rogan thing, it's got some swears, but holy cow. I mean, Paul Stamets has been working with the government for years for like national security purposes because the things he's doing are so radically incredible that no one's done it and it could cause all these things that happen, but no one, I mean, not enough people understand how to do it to really make it dangerous right now, but they could. And so, unbelievable, unbelievable things are happening this year in fungi. And you know, this next year is just, it, those are the spores going on. We just saw all the spores go in fungi. And we're going to see them all now find substrate. I mean, it's fine substrate. You know, it, it found those spores, you know, landed in my heart. You know, and now I'm part of the mycelial network. And I feel like we're all, you got our different roles in this. But we're all working together. And it's really incredible what we're going to see in terms of fungi and the changes that are going to be made in the next 10 years. It's absolutely incredible. Um, all right, so I'm so excited about that. Um, and then, you know, we can't change, you know, all the things that went wrong. Um, we can only, you know, make better decisions um, today and this year. So we need to be bold and inspiring. We need to take the chance, 
this year. We need to make that regenerative leap. So the keys to regeneration for 2018. Number one, as I said, you know, earlier, right? Get in the best holistic shape of your life. Get in your best mental shape. Get in your best physical shape. And most of this, most of this is giving yourself enough time. And you're like, oh, I don't have time to wake up earlier. Like, oh, I can't do that. I, I'm going to be groggy and go to bed earlier. You're like, oh, but, I, but, I, but, I, but that's my quality time. It's like, yeah, well, figure out how to fit it all in. Start writing it down. Start prioritizing. If you organize it, if you write it down, you make it a priority, it will get done. I guarantee it. If you care enough about it, if you realize that if you invest in yourself and your overall health, your holistic health, you will become so much stronger. Your capacity to do, to serve, to regenerate will be greater because you'll be regenerating yourself. So like we're, this regenerative health, you know, of the planet is also us internally. It's like, how do I have the energy to keep doing this? How do I have the energy to constantly put out new material, constantly be writing, constantly working, constantly be focused? Well, because I'm writing it down, I'm staying organized, I'm staying motivated, I have a routine. You know, I have, I, I, I've, I've worked with coaches this year, I've taken all these different courses this year to really up my game and help me stay on point. Um, and like I said, my, my wife has really, really needed me. Um, and my boys have really needed me. I've had to jump up. I've had to go to that next level. Otherwise, you know, I don't know what would have happened given about, you know, all the different things health-wise that did happen. Um, so I, I, I'm really happy with what I, what I did so that I could do what, I, what, what we did this year. And it's been a transformative year. You know, we're in a completely different space. We're happier, you know, than we've been in a long time because of the changes we're making. We're excited about the future. And we've got a plan, we've got, we've got options, we've got, you know, things we can do. And there are a lot of people who are helping us. And we're so grateful for that and feel very blessed. So that's number one. All right, number two, compost everything. Compost everything. But you're like, oh, but there's so many things that don't. Why are you using them? And you're like, oh, but, but okay. As much as you can. And then buy local. So buying local, buying, and then composting everything, okay? So you're gonna have this local cycle happening where you, the nutrients will come from the local soil, return to local soil, supporting local you know, flora and fauna, and you're, you're part of the cycle. Get your fiber, you know, get, get your clothing from a local source. We all have to do this, we all have to get connected. I just moved here, I'm in the same boat. I gotta find the people who are producing local fiber that I can afford, that I can buy, that I can wear, and then I can compost, return to the soil from whence it came. And so I've gotta find, I've gotta, and then composting everything, well, that's difficult, right? You're like, oh, but I've got this, and I got that, and this and the other. All right, well, then you have your kitchen scraps, and then there's your vermicompost. Then you have your paper and your cardboard. Well, then that's your fungal compost, and you have oyster mushrooms eating that turning it into mycelium and then feeding it to the worm compost. <laughs> and then you have your styrofoam being eaten by mealworms or other worms like mealworms. And then you've got all, all these different things. You're recycling your water, your, your gray water, your black water. You've got a compost toilet. Um, 
you know, if you really start taking these things one by one, you'll see that this is actually possible, actually doable. And then you're like, okay, well, I, you know, there's plastic on all the food, there's do that. Actually, there's not. There is fresh food. You can buy meat and have it wrapped in, you know, like paper. You can, there are ways you can actually consciously do this, but you got to start looking for it. You got to look for the options. Um, and so we need to all do this. We're, you know, we're all in this position where we're half weighing it. We're getting, getting the reusable bags, but we're still buying things in bags. And, and you know, the word is out. If you want to avoid all these chemicals, you have to avoid the stuff with plastic, stuff grown with plastic, stuff grown under plastic, the stuff packaged with plastic. All of it has a burden. All of it is passing and breathing and, you know, and gassing off and all this kind of stuff. So we have to get beyond that. We have to buy regenerative. We have to buy seasonal. We have to buy local. We have to buy stuff that can compost. We have to have it all cycle and have it all be clean. So start on that process. It's a big process. It takes years to master, but start on it now. And we, we're just moved to this area, so we're getting the pieces, you know. We've got the compost heap, we've got the fungal, you know, compost heap. I want to like formalize it and do structure for it so it's a lot less heapy. Um, but you know, that's where you start. You start with a heap. <laughs> and then you get the, the structure and you make it look nice. Um, all right, number three. Learn new skills and explore new experiences. Now, a lot of us you know, have a hard time with this because we're so locked into our schedule. When I was a teacher and a gardener, I really was like, oh, I can't go hang out. I can't go do things and go to an event. What are you talking about? I got to go do my garden and, you know, do my school and like, and so I was locked in and, and it feels very comfortable to be there. But when we push ourselves outside of the comfort zone and start learning new experiences and teaching ourselves, there's something, this will be different from the next one. This is why I'm emphasizing this. Teaching ourselves, we're exercising the self-reliance, resiliency that is really rewarding. It gives us deep competence, which gives us good confidence. And then the next one is read new books and take new courses. So you want to get educated from other people. So you want to like explore this stuff, figure it out for yourself, take as you go. The way we do on the internet, this is how we do. We tend to grab and take and pick and pull, right? and fit something together that's a hodgepodge of all these different things. We triangulate information, and, but then flip it. All right, Darren Doherty, lay it on me. Hit me with Rex. Give me your methodology, you know? Immerse yourself. And then, you know, read some books. If, if you feel like you don't have time to read, sign up for Audible. Or check out LibriVox, which is free, and start reading books using audio so you can get it done while you drive, while you do dishes, while you cook, while you work, all these different kinds of things. It is totally possible and there are so many free options. There's podcasts, there's YouTube, lots of fascinating avenues to learn from. All right, so yeah. And the next one is start to get off the grid. And that may mean that you buy solar panels, get a generator. That may mean that you get a food storage going that's a three month you know, emergency food storage. Or that means that you, you start storing water, you start saving seed, you start you know, having first aid and having medicine you know, um, 
uh, storage so that, you know, if something happens, and this has happened for people who are on um, uh, thyroid medication, thyroid replacement hormone, they suddenly stop production of certain thyroid and then everyone had to switch to Synthroid uh, at one point. So this, you know, stockpiling your medicine, you know, at least a month out is not unheard of. And it, you can talk to your doctor, you can request a three month amount, you can do all these different things. That's totally possible. It's not crazy. Talk to your doctor. But having prepared for hiccups in your budget hiccups in the world's budget, in the local area's food economy, all these different things. Being prepared for that is just wise and it guarantees that you'll have a more resilient and regenerative 2018. Uh, especially, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, that food storage is another form of savings because you start dipping into it when times are tight. <laughs> and that also helps you change it out and keep it fresh, right? All right. So uh, buy seed in bulk and have a seed saving gardening preservation diet plan. Those things all need to be in alignment for it to be the most effective plan. That's what I teach people um, in permaculture gardening, um, that online course that we're doing live starting January 8th. So um, buy seed in bulk, but strategically so that you know you can scale up so that it can become your food. Like that's why I did amaranth, right? I started with one half pack. I still have the original pack of seeds. And within three years, I was getting gallons and gallons of seed. And then sorghum, I started with a pack of seed. Didn't use the whole thing. And I ended up with, you know, half a barrel full, like a feed barrel half full of seed. And that's why, you know, I've been able to do what I do with seeds and I can share and do all the things I do in the giveaways. So buy seed in bulk, you know, start off with like that like, Punt, like kick that ball hard, you know, this year, you know, get the cowpeas going crazy, you know, buy the cover crop in bulk, make that soil like pump it out this year and really, really sink. So go all in and make sure your plan is tied together. So that's an effective choice for you. And then regeneratively connect to your community, your family, your neighbors, reach out to them and have that conversation. You know, are you growing food this year? Oh man, have you tasted the apples in this area? Oh, I just got, you know, reach out. Are, are, are you saving water? How's our, you know, how's our town reservoir doing? Um, you know, what are we doing with our stormwater? Have you seen what this city's doing? Wow, it's so effective. They're saving this much money. Have you, have you seen, you know, if we go through and start comparing ourselves, like for instance, non-toxic Irvine, where they've gotten this California city to get banned pesticides altogether on all you know city property and all school district property. It's absolutely incredible. I mean, they're protecting their kids. They're saving money. It's, it, they're, they're proving that the methods not only are financially competitive, but they're saving water. And in California, that's serious money. Saving water is a lot of money. It's like time is money. Water is money in California. Um, Missouri, you know, it might be a little different there because, you know, buckets on you, right? Um, and then, all right, so get connected to your community. Figure out what their needs are. Figure out how you can serve your community, how your thoughts and ideas can bring some hope, inspiration, and change. Have that regenerative conversation this 2018 again and again with the friends, family, community that you interact with. Create a budget 
for regenerative projects. This is something that took me uh, a while to start doing. And eventually I got to the point where out of my, um, my paycheck every month, I would take 100 to $150 and I would use that money on buying trees, seeds, um, animals, and you know, tools. And I would just set aside that money. It was like tithing towards my, uh, my future. You know, it was my future care. It was my return of surplus. It was my fair share, you know, to myself. And all the people would come after me. Um, and so, so that it really makes a difference because you plan it, it happens. But if you set aside a budget for it, it happens well. <laughs> you know, because I mean, if you guys have followed my, my, my whole story, you know, at one point I didn't have enough money to buy nails for a fence I was building out of pallets that were free. So I started cutting down saplings and then drilling holes so that I could hammer in the saplings as wooden pegs. Um, so, so yeah, I've been there. I know we'll make it happen, but we want to make it happen well. <laughs> so when those that you know that young green wood you know starts shrinking and then it all comes loose, you know that ant, you know that raccoons don't get in, because that happened. <laughs> all right. So the last one, number ten. I bet you know what this one is. Calendar it. Calendar in your deadlines. Calendar in you know, the major things for this year so that you know when to look for harvest, you know when to plant by, you know when the last frost and the, you know, the first frost dates are so that you are preparing yourself on your calendar. You're like, oh yeah, this is the week that I need to do this. And then you, it gets into your schedule, it gets into your actual to-do list for that week. So we've got to make a plan, we've got to set aside a budget, and then we have to put it on the calendar. Because if it's on the calendar, it might never happen. This is the year of regenerative organic certification. Dr. Bronner's Patagonia, Elliot Coleman, and others have been working on this for years, trying to take back the conversation on organic, to back to the roots, back to the regenerative conversation. And it's beyond sustainable, it's beyond organic, it's by no means perfect. We want, you know, to go further always, but regenerative organic standards are going to open up the conversation. They're going to change the tempo. We're going to suddenly find ourselves able to really talk to people from across the board about this. Because everyone's going to go to the grocery store and be like, a new label? What is this? I thought organic was that. And it's going to cause a total sheer bloody panic. And we are going to be able to walk right into this chaos and explain what regenerative means, why this is important, and how this signals a regenerative leap towards an abundant future for all of us and for all of our children and in all parts of our economy, job market, family life, everything this is this is this is it this is the year that we make that leap that we apply all this information that we've been compiling and building you know that's why I, that's why the permaculture you know student two is, is has been turned into the advanced permaculture student online that's why we have the regenerative career guide coming out that's why I've got the Permaculture Student to Workbook and Teacher's Guide coming out this year. We've got the Forgotten Food Forest with Asayo Kubo 
the Disney artist that's moving to Time Warner. She, you, you've seen her work on TV. If, if, you've, if you've seen Disney cartoons in the past few years, she's amazing. And this book is amazing. So the Forgotten Food Force is about a real Moroccan food force that's thousands of years old. And so that is happening. The Permaculture Student 2 audiobook is happening. All those translations that are backlogged that I promised that I would get to are going to happen. <laughs> and there's even more books. I, there's even more books. I've got so many more books to write. I've got 20 in a list. And they're already outlined. So I just have to find the time and the budget to, to, to sit down and pause from, you know, doing all these other things and, and make it happen. And that's going to happen this year. At least one other book is going to happen this year from all those different books. But I really want to make sure that I help all the different people I'm partnering with and consulting for. Because, I mean, they're probably watching this and would be like, yeah, you're working on my book. <laughs> because it's true. Uh, I'm finishing up these books, all these books that I'm writing right now in the first part of the year, the first quarter. And then the middle part of the year, I'm going to dive into working on at least six different books of people who are like heroes of mine, people who are teachers in the Advanced Permaculture Student Online, people you know and admire, people that you know inspire us, they're creating books. Some of them is their first book and the first time they've told their story. So I've been privileged to really listen to these, these stories and coach them as, as an English teacher would or a college professor writing coach would, editor, you know, and that's what I'm doing. Um, I'm not ghostwriting or anything, which is so much fun because you get to see them grow and get excited and find that ownership and become themselves more. I love teaching because of the empowerment. When you when people realize that they are the they are the masters of their of their ship, they are the ones in charge. They are the ones to follow their dreams to you know chart their course. They change, and there's this like electricity, this little light that starts behind their eyes. And like, that's what they really are. That's who they actually are. And this other person that's been riding around the shell of who they are, that's been like talking to almost all of us, this person is their autopilot. But deep down, there's that really excited, curious, young person. I don't know how, how you know, uh, it never goes away no matter how old you are. But there's this curious young person in us all. This enthusiastic, why? <laughs> excited person that wants to learn, that wants to grow, that wants to know. And I encourage you to reach inside yourself and see it in other people too and encourage it to come out of yourself and encourage it to come out of other people because that, following that, that enthusiasm, that drive, that excitement is the path to greatness. And, 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 you know, people are like, oh, no, but there's all these other things, right? The path to greatness, right? But the reality is it starts there. That's the spark that gets you there. And then that's what keeps you through, keeps you warm through all those hard times. And there'll be hard times, right? I mean, you got to go out there and you got to cut that swale, right? You got to dig. You've got you've to plant. You got to wait. You got to guard that, that, that area, maybe. Maybe there's bird pressure. Maybe you, it doesn't matter. You're going to get through it gonna make you more resilient. This is your year. This is all of our years to take the temple back 
to take the story back. Be like, no, we are not destined for destruction. In fact, we are destined for greatness, for abundance, for a story that will inspire our children for generations. That's what we're ready for. And this is why we're going to do it. And this is how, because I'm doing it now. And this is what we all have to do. And this is why, you know, I've got like seven garbage cans in, in, in the kitchen because I'm separating all the garbage. And I'm like, well, this is the non-recyclable. This will be the bottle brick. And then this is the paper for the fungus. And then this is for the, yeah, I've got it all separated out. It's total chaos. I've got to get like individual garbage cans and yeah. I'm figuring it out. You're gonna be figuring it out too. We're all gonna be figuring it out. We need to, and how I'm really gonna be figuring it out is to 